there. Welcome to Healthy Ish, your podcast from Body and Soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. Today, we're talking about nootropics with Ryan Morgan. He is a psychologist and specialist in cognitive performance. And this is a buzz area. It's been around for years, but perhaps more in the past few years, it's really taken centre stage. So I wanted to get him on to chat about them all. But full disclosure, Ryan did help lead the design team for Yotropic's brain, the first TGA listed nootropic. So I thought he was the best person to chat to you. Now, as you know, we keep these episodes of Healthiest Short. So if you want to hear my full chat with Ryan, where he talks more about a nootropic stack... Hmm, interesting one, right? Search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan, welcome to Healthy-ish. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Felicity. Now, we're talking new tropics. What? For people who don't know, what are these and can you talk us through some common ones? Yeah, sure. Look, um, nootropics has become, uh, I suppose, a bit of a trendy term to describe uh, a bunch of uh, substances, be they supplements or something synthetic, that can enhance your brain's functioning or boost your brain's functioning. So, it, you know, it goes way back into the sort of 60s, 70s. Um, there's a psychologist who, and a chemist who actually developed a particular synthetic. And uh, he, he sort of coined that first term and said, this is what a nootropic is. And it had to do uh, three, three main things. It had to enhance uh, your, your learning and memory ability. Um, it had to protect the brain at the same time. Uh, but also enhance the neuronal firing of the brain. And then thirdly, they said, you know, said it mustn't be toxic. It can't be toxic. It can't depress the system in any way or have those kinds of consequences. Um, and since then, you know, it's, it's expanded beyond that to include uh, any substances, natural and synthetic or medication that generally can enhance your, your, your cognitive output. I like coffee. I think that's the one we all, well, I rely yes. on at least. <laughs> yes, we all do. I think in Australia particularly. So how do they work exactly on the body? I mean, how does it fire off the brain, so to speak? Yeah, sure. So we maybe start with the medication sort of versions because it's the easiest to sort of understand because yeah. the common ones people know are, um, you know, amphetamines, the, the, the Ritalin, getting your hand on some Ritalin or getting your hands on modafinil. So modafinil being one of those um, drugs developed for narcolepsy and often not legally used by truck drivers and students and executives to keep them awake so they can study all night. And so what it tends to do, those ones, is they boost your, your uptake of dopamine in your dopamine receptors, which tends to enhance attention and focus uh, and improve alertness. So they really are around that sort of alertness space. Um, but of course, now, now you've gone to naturals that, although maybe slightly weaker in that kind of kick effect, when you combine them, so you'll hear terms of nootropic stacks, when you combine them together, that synergistic effect can be just as effective um, without maybe the side effects you'd get from, say, Ritalin or, or Modafinil. And they're working on many different areas. So you're not just getting your dopamine, in my view, a really good stack should actually be balanced. Um, and so it works on blood flow, opens the, the artery so you get more blood flow in, 
which means more oxygen that straight away boosts the brain. They will also have sort of anti-inflammatory components in as well, which is where the brain fog starts to get addressed a little bit. And then they're boosting dopamine, norepinephrine, and even potentially some of your serotonin levels, which we all know have effects on mood and memory and learning. So they've just become a little more broad um, uh, and more balanced, which I think is actually a really good thing. Yeah, because are they safe? I mean, when we talk about boosting things like serotonin and dopamine, I'm thinking everything that goes up must come down. So are there any side effects? And and talk, talk us through the safety of them. Yes, absolutely. If you've hit on the point that if you do push one particular track, you're likely to get this rebound effect or this readjustment effect. So if you're raising dopamine, serotonin tends to drop and vice versa. If you're raising serotonin on an antidepressant, over time, dopamine starts to drop as well. Uh, And these are issues within the medication world. Um, So yeah, you do need to make sure that you really are not pushing too hard and that you, you're trying to balance those and compensate for those other areas that might that might drop. Yeah. So that's the safety, safety. Um, I mean, there are many other sort of safety issues. Uh, I do think that if you are on prescription medication, because these, although they're natural, because they're affecting neurotransmitters, you need to get medical advice before you decide to take something like this. Yeah. Because um, it, it could, be, could be quite disastrous. Yeah. When you talk about them being natural, can you name a few? Because I think, yeah, we've talked about the prescription ones. So if I'm rocking up to a chemist, what ingredients am I actually looking for which fit under the banner of nootropics? Yeah, sure. So um, most people would probably be familiar with things like ginkgo biloba. Um, you know, that seems to be most of the kinds of uh nootropic substances you'll get at the local chemist um, or uh, grapeseed extract, which is, is something that actually boosts nitric oxide in the brain. Um, you might get L-tyrosine, the amino acid, which now that's the precursor to dopamine and you can get that often on its own or, or added with a bit of ginkgo. Um, Panax ginseng, your ginsengs, because they generally are adaptogens, they help your nervous system adapt, but they also increase blood flow into the brain. And so you'll often see sort of one or two or three of those combined. But um, although helpful and, 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 you know, wouldn't want to rule that out, you're still very narrow in what you're trying to push. And so at the moment, if you go to the chemist, you're really not going to find what I would call an actual nootropic by today's definition, that well-balanced, well-rounded uh, addressing multiple aspects of your general brain brain functioning. So there are a couple of those, I suppose, you'd find on the market elsewhere rather than at your chemist. So how how can we best use them in our lives? I mean, how do you use you do you use them in your life, and and how do you I take them and do. adapt your life around them, or they adapt <laughs> yeah. to Look, your life? And I've tried them all. I've tried them all. Um, I think it's best to experiment on yourself when you... So, Absolutely. You know, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I do use a lot of them with my clients that I, I treat and assess in my clinic. And so I've always been looking for um, a particular nootropic that would maybe do exactly that, meet all the criteria of what Dr. George Al, you know, back in the 60s said it should be. And so um, initially I, I was using MindLab Performance Pro and Overseas uh, product, uh, that is a great product. It really is quite well-rounded. Um, and just found it a bit of a pain having to order it in for clients or get clients to order it in. 
And so, um, you know, more recently, I moved to a bio V8 in Australia who had a very, very similar product and we were getting great results. And so um, I'm a little, little biased here in that I developed a very close relationship there. And uh, in a conjunction with them, we actually redeveloped BioV8 for, for two reasons. One, uh, based on my own clinical experience, wanted to really include some other newer sort of products on the market. And we wanted something that um, didn't have to get a prescription for, so something that had evidence. And so we went for TGA listing on this product. So that was really important to make sure that we included ingredients that were TGA listable. So eutropics, a play on the word nootropics, um, brain is the first baby of this nootropic uh, supplement. And um, look, I use it. I use it with my clients and really have been finding some really great results uh, just counteracting some of that fatigue when you're not sleeping as well as night. So that's certainly personally the benefit I, I get. Um, memory, really much better memory. And I think that's because it includes a compound called sage. Everyone knows sage, you know, and you think, why didn't we know that sage has level A clinical research evidence for improving memory? It's got multiple clinical trials behind it. So, um, Plus, it's got a, a range of others. Rhodiola rosea is, is a remarkable, remarkable herb initially used in the uh, Russian military to do exactly that, boost their cognitive functioning and keep them alert. Commonly prescribed by some integrative psychiatrists in place of Ritalin because it has oh, the wow. same without, without the side effect, without that overstimulating. And it's an adaptogen, so it helps you balance your stress response as well. So, you know, we've got really higher levels of just the sage and rhodiola amongst 12 other, other components. So, um, but the fact that it's backed by actual clinical research, I just find it a little easier to recommend that to my clients who go, okay, I can trust this. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's got evidence and it's a bit more balanced. Oh, yeah. we love evidence. Ryan, thank you so much yeah, for coming yeah. on Healthy-ish. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Now, remember, anyone interested in trying a nootropic, you should consult a healthcare professional about the best options for you. If you liked this chat, we have more. Yes, other episodes of Healthy-ish are up now or Extra Healthy-ish. Ryan is up on that as well. Or jump onto bodyandsoul.com.au. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for listening to this chat with Ryan. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.